Job chapter 42, verses 12 and 16. The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the first. After this, Job lived 140 years. He saw his children and their children to the fourth generation. Yeah, have I mentioned this? There's there's an aspect of the story of Job that makes me feel slightly uncomfortable, and it's this. It's this full restoration, and, and, and obviously it's it's a bookend to him losing it all at the beginning, and it's poetic, and it's you know it's a great story, and all of that. But I think the reason it makes me uh, squirm in my chair a little bit is. I've just seen that some health and wealth or prosperity gospel preachers over the years, they lean on this ending a little too much, you know, and they say, if you trust God, he will restore your fortune. You know, um, it, obviously it's in the Bible. It's, it's been uh, misused a little bit, but how do I really resolve this though? Well, obviously this isn't everyone's story. You know, some people here on earth, they lose their fortune. They, they lose a beloved child, through death or something like that. And it's, they don't get a new child before they leave this earth. It's, it's, you know, doesn't get resolved until glory, you know, these promises uh, to see your children to the fourth generation and all of this restoration for some of us, the, um, the end of the story happens when we get to see it all in, in, uh, in heaven. And um, anyway, that's, that's a helpful little reminder for me as I, I don't want to make the ending of Job a formula, uh, because if I do, it becomes the prosperity gospel. I just want to uh, take a, well, I have kind of two responses to um, the ending of Job. Mm -hmm. uh, the beginning of Job is pretty startling as well. Mm-hmm. Because God gives license to Satan to prove to God that uh, under pressure, uh, he is going to uh, abandon God and, and curse him. Mm -hmm. um, and Job doesn't actually end up doing that. Uh, right. And I don't, I, I do think that prosperity gospel is a threat here because mm -hmm. it could yeah. be very easily transformed into here's your reward. You made yeah. it through. Mm -hmm. uh, here's the, here's your uh, trophy. Mm. Um, all is good. I don't know how to read that. Um, uh, I, you could read it as the ultimate reward is heaven. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's kind of a simulated heaven with all this uh, around him. Uh, I'm reading The Great Divorce and have been reading it, and mm -hmm. it's a fascinating book, but it's very different sense of heaven than you would get in the, the kind of popular versions right. of, you know, harps and clouds yeah. and people dressed in togas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I, 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 I actually think that the earlier part where the question is going back and forth between God and asking Job a question uh, and Job attempting to answer it. And where were you when I did this? In other words, Job is falling back into his right dimension. Um, mm -hmm. All his prosperity could have sent him signals that he was godlike. That's happened before. Uh, Tom Wolf uh, wrote the the bonfire of the vanities and invented the character 
of the kind of um, what what were they called? They, they Masters were, of the universe. Uh, what are they? Masters of the universe. Masters of the universe, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not going on here. But I, I just think that the Q and A between God and Job is so instructive because finally Job understands who he is in relationship to God. And uh, I think that that's really the ending uh, more than the very far ending. Mm, Yeah. Amen. That's right. 